Welcome to part two of this very special series exclusively for Nurses Week 2023. Please join me in welcoming the amazing Michael Buble. We've had this conversation a million times. I will never understand how you do what you do. I understand how you did it for a while, but I don't understand how you haven't burnt out because sometimes, Kara, your journey with a family or an individual isn't to help them get better. It's to help them uh, to transition. And I've seen that part of your life too. And you're, you're not, you're, you're not a cult, you know, you, 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 and I, I wish because I love you so much. I wish that you had that way to compartmentalize, but you don't because that's not the human you are. And I've asked you many times how, because you're taking it home. Literally yeah. like you're losing someone that you love deeply. And, and this isn't probably just a question for you because I know there's other nurses watching this. It's like, how the fuck are you guys doing it? How do you do it? How do you do it? How do you, how do you, how do you, because I know you don't take them all home. I know you guys don't, but I know that there are some that you just, you can't help yourself. And um, yeah, what, what is it? Is it just, is it just a matter of you just do it as long as you can before you burn up? Or is there, is there something that nurses can do practically to, I feel like you're going to Barbara Walters me here. No, no. I mean, like, I'm going to like, okay, so I'll just be honest, right? So this job is really hard. Okay. And I would say that most nurses who go into this profession, most people that go into this profession, and I've said this before, we, we go in it to like wipe asses, right? Like we sign up for that job. We sign up to be like, be at the bedside, doing, doing the work. We're there for 12 hours a day during the day, during the night. We're there when a patient takes their last breath. We're, we're there when we have to hold the parents. Um, see, now I'm going to cry. But so the thing is, is that there's nothing more rewarding than to be able to hold space for someone during a time like that. Because I think a lot of us, and I, not just nurses, people in general, are seeking real, authentic, true connection. And that happens in those moments. There is no, uh, people don't have a mask on. You know, when I would work with those families, some of them hadn't showered in days, weeks, because <laughs> they didn't want to be away from like their child. And they were stripped down raw. And for me to be able to connect with them, I had to do the same. I have to walk in and I have to be very open, very honest, very vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And it's in that moment that you have these like real, real true connections with people. And that is an intoxicating feeling. It, It, it's something that you crave after a while Anything that is less than that just feels like garbage, you know, 
That's why the people that I have in my life today are those authentic relationships. It's why you and I are such close friends. And, you know, it's like, because we had that. So my, one of my best friends here is a, is a doctor. His name is Dr. Rob McDermott. He's a wonderful, wonderful human being. He's, he runs the ICUs here in Surrey. And I, I went to his TED Talk a while ago, and it was wonderful. It was an incredible TED Talk. If, if those of you watching ever have an interest, TED Talk, Dr. Rob McDermott. And his TED Talk is on the art of, of, of medicine and, and that medicine is part of the art, but the other part of the art is care. And, and uh, basically that that kind of empathy and that kind of <clears throat> that kind of love and um is as much a part of the art and and such a missing part in all of our systems uh you know that that people you know they'll they'll complain a lot less about the technical side of their treatment and a lot more of feeling that they're not important or cared for or or seen you know, and, um, you know, and, um, but again, I, I want to go from the other angle because this is, this is a podcast, not just obviously, not just for healthcare people, not just for nurses, it's for anybody obviously watching, but I, I wonder when we talk about these people, you, who are advocating for us as the patients, how the, how do we advocate for you? How do we advocate for the plural you you know what I mean? So yes, that, I know exactly what you mean. So people understand that, you know, because that's part, that's education. That's part of, you know, what you're, you're taught or how you're taught. And, you know, there's so many different nurses coming from so many different places. You know what I mean? How does it start? Does it start like this, Kara? Does it start through podcasts? Does it start through communication? Does it start through? Yeah, I think I, I do. I think it starts through talking about things. I mean, like one of the things that we do on the podcast is that we really try to, we want to reach everybody. We don't want to just, just reach nurses. You know, we don't want to be in an echo chamber. Um, we want the general public to understand how they can best advocate for themselves because there are so many people out there that do not have advocates. I advocate for my family, my friends, every chance I, I get, I will advocate for them. But I also realize that many, many people do not have someone in their life that advocates for them. Also, to what you just said, is that how can the general public advocate for their health care? Let me tell you, because it's, it's busted. Yeah, it is. And, that, and listen, I'm not talking about economics. I'm not. I'm talking about that part where people are walking into a place and they're going... I'm, I'm nothing to, I'm, I'm no one, I'm nothing. I feel I'm unimportant. I'm just another number. And that's. And, and I think that this is what has happened, right? Is that like nurses don't get to do the job that they signed up to do. This is not sustainable because we can't practice safely and nobody, no nurse, no doctor, no healthcare worker wants to practice in an unsafe environment or wants to feel like their patient's safety is compromised, their own safety is compromised, or the safety of their colleagues is compromised, right? So that becomes unsustainable.
nurses, did you know that Nurse.com is the ultimate destination for all nurses? It's where you can find your nurse life in one place. That's right. Everything from networking with your peers and continuing education to industry news and career opportunities. It's all there for you. Nurse.com is your dedicated platform to explore a wide range of job opportunities from all across the nation. Whether you're a fresh graduate testing the waters or a seasoned pro desiring for a change in scenery, we've got you covered. Nurse.com forward slash jobs features posts from entry level to executive leadership in every practice setting, even in specialties you might not have considered. So why wait? Leverage your skills and passion in an opportunity worthy of both. Visit nurse.com forward slash jobs today and initiate your journey towards the next chapter in your nursing career. Is there a solution? So a lot of the hospitals care about what the public thinks. Okay. They care about what patients think. Patient satisfaction scores, that's a real thing. Okay. So they get reimbursement based on patient satisfaction scores. So patients need to be honest about A, their satisfaction. They also need to be honest about like when they're in the hospital, they need to say to the nurse, hey, how many other patients do you have? Uh Because that's a good question to ask because many, many times Patients have absolutely no idea how many other patients a nurse has and what, what is considered safe, what is unsafe, and what a ratio should be. Did you know that California is the only state that, you know, across all disciplines has mandated uh, patient ratios? No, I didn't know that. In California. We are the only state, there's other states that have, there's a couple of other states that have, uh, if you're in the ICU, they'll mandate that you can only have like two patients, but we are the only one that says, if you're in a pediatric floor, you cannot have more than four patients. I feel the restaurants have established a tighter grip on how many tables that a waiter can have. A hundred percent. There are all kinds of other industries that have better like standards than we have in the hospital. And yet somehow we are supposed to like make sure that God forbid, what if we make a mistake? What if we made a mistake? People do make mistakes, Carol, all the time. All the time. Look at what I was, I swear to God, this is how, no, this, this is how well I know you. I put this on, I put this on and I thought, boy, am I asking for it? Ah. That's what I thought. I literally thought to myself, he's going to say something. And I didn't realize what what I was wearing. I just went, because I went to go get bubble tea for my, my kid and my wife. I don't even know what the hell this thing is. I know. I was like, what is it that your shirt's... I don't even know where you got that thing from. Honestly, I make... So, okay, I, I put you off topic. So what can okay. be done? What can be done? Okay, okay, we can talk to the hot... We can say we're unsatisfied, but where does this change? I, I think we have to start asking for policy change. I think the public... The public so what, needs to take... Yeah, yeah, to stuff? say, hey, I'm a patient. I want to know that when I go to the hospital, that I am one of four patients or I am one of five patients, but I do not want to be one of 12 or one of 20. 
And I don't think I should have to be because I pay for insurance. I pay for like, why should I? And and imagine if you go, if you're in California and then you go one state over, you could be like one of 15 patients and you know, you're not getting, there's nothing united about that. First of all, there's no standard of care. There's really no standard of care. You're, you're, not, not, talking, you're not talking about something that's governmentally run either, Kara. You're talking about privatized, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you you live in Canada. I mean, yeah, you but have a house. I live in Canada, you- but let me tell you, I love, listen, I'm going to tell you, we're very lucky. I'm, I'm going to tell you now because I live here. I live yeah. here. I'm not talking as I don't live in, you know, I'm not a Canadian. I live here. And there are so many wonderful things about having the socialized medicine that we have, right? Wonderful things. But, you know, I know yeah. there's also yeah. like there's the room here because you're going to yeah. wait nine hours. And by yeah. the way, if you got a cold. If you're pregnant, it's wonderful. You break your arm, you're good. But if you're you're an old timer and you need a a valve replaced, when is Friday? Good luck, my friend. <laughs> you're in yeah. big trouble because you weigh down the list and we don't have it. And um, I wish that there was. I wish here. That there was a little bit of a mix. I wish that you had a little bit of privatized and, and you're so, you know, so that yeah. you take a little pressure off of either one. And if people want to pay to have that, you know, you know what happens here, babe? We just, we just, if you have, you're worried, you drive down to Seattle, you drive down to Birch Bay, you go to Washington. I know. You go to I don't, I don't, because I get, I get, yeah, okay, Mr. Buble, uh, we'll see you in two months. And you go, oh no, I can't wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, they don't really care who you are. (laughs) Not in Canada. (laughs) I just, you were so great about coming on to this today. Um, I I literally reached out to you. I think I reached out to you today. Wasn't it today? (laughs) I actually said. You didn't ask ask me to do this. You said you were going to, you were trying to find. Yeah, you just offered. You were like, you were so kind to like offer. I'll tell you what. Number one, because I, I fucking love you. I really do. I love you. You are you are a beautiful, kind, generous, empathetic, good human being. And you are you always there for me. So in a second, I love this. Number two, genuinely, I have so much respect, admiration, and uh, reverence for for healthcare, for how hard it is. I think there's parts of it that people just don't think about and why should they? You know, there's things we just don't want to think about, you know, and three, I don't know what the solutions are. I don't know how easy or hard they are, but if I can't be part of it, then, then there's something wrong because I've lived through it. I've been through it. I'm a really lucky guy. I, I got, I got to be with the best people like you and, um, not everybody gets that and, and everyone deserves, everyone deserves to have a chance of being advocated for everyone deserves a chance of feeling important and listened to because everyone's going to die. Sadly, every one of us, no one is getting through this thing without, without some kind of suffering without, you know, I'm going to tell you, I don't know what the percentage is, but I would bet that it is in the high eighties or nineties percent of how many of us see our last moment in a hospital bed. You know what I yeah. mean? And that that journey is a massive chapter of our life. And 
I wish that we could meet it with more grace. I wish that we could, um, you know, make it a better, uh, uh, a more comfortable and, and not just for the patient, but for the caretaker too, because that relationship, as you said, in a time when all the guards are down and the shit has hit the fan and you know exactly what you're dealing with and who you're dealing with. These are important conversations. And you know what, in our society, we don't talk about it because it's scary because it's uncomfortable because it's easier to just pretend it doesn't exist, but it's important to have these conversations. My gosh. Yes. It's, it's, it's so important. And, and it's, um, and I'm just really, I'm just really glad that I'm able to take advantage of you in this way. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you going to talk to? Who else was I going to get? Well, nothing this entertaining for sure. I actually have. Now, don't you, you be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I have Nick Hexum from 311. Okay. That's great. Yes. Well, because I took care of his wife when she was sick. (laughs) And I have Cheryl Hines. I love Cheryl. Well, who doesn't love Cheryl Hines? Who doesn't love Cheryl Hines? Of course I do. My my TikTok, that's all that pops up is Curb. You follow? Oh, Cheryl's amazing. She's so Cheryl is so I did a show with her. I know. I know you did. I know. So I, so I've got Cheryl Hines. Oh, you've got massive stars here. So I've got some, I've got some people and then like, and then, and then I'm going to like pull out some other people and it'll be a surprise. You know what I like about these people? Every single person that you just mentioned. Yeah. I feel like I'm not trying to, but that we're all similar, big stars, but that we're humble. My bubble key has gone warm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Do you want to uh do you want to say do you want to say your good shout out to the CHLA nurses? I'm sure they'll appreciate it. Uh my my men and women at CHLA who I love so much and all my beautiful friends and doctors who I I miss but slash don't miss because as much as I love you, I'm so happy I'm not there. Um but I know you're doing the best work and uh and I would be lying lying if I said there wasn't a day that I don't think about you. Cause I think about you every single day and I think about all the families there. And, um, I just hope anybody watching this, anybody who has power and money and ideas and passion will hear what we're talking about and care as much as we do and help us to help them to do something great about it. Thank you so much for being here with me. I love you so much. I love you. Thank you so much, Michael, for your inspiring words and for honoring our nurses. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to the Nurse Dot Podcast. Until next time, keep spreading the love and the care.